I want to start off by saying I appreciate everybody for tuning in to the first Quick Picks podcast on this Labor Day Monday that we have. And as we know, with Labor Day comes football. And that is the start of this NFL season, the 2023 season. I'm Avery Crawford. I'm going to be doing the podcast with my good guest. I'm Brandon Lockett. Um, just here. Love football. Football season about to start. Let's get it started. So today on the podcast, we're going to be talking a little fantasy football. I know if you're like me and Brandon, we got a lot of fantasy football lovers out there. So we're just going to be going over a couple picks that we feel like might people might overlook these specific players in these categories with this upcoming season. So to start us off, just go over the quarterback position. And for me, I got two quarterbacks that I feel like a lot of people might overlook this season with my first one being Trey Lance for the San Francisco 49ers. And I know it's only his second year at being in the league. And he didn't play that much last season, which was due to him being behind a good quarterback and Jimmy Garoppolo, who had a great season. But I feel like Trey Lance, as we know, he's getting to start this upcoming season. And I feel like he's going to he's gonna show everybody what He's been doing, working hard behind Jimmy Garoppolo and how, what Jimmy's taught him and everything and how that's going to affect his game being the starter now this season. And then my second quarterback I got for you guys is going to be Justin Herbert for the Los Angeles Chargers. And Justin, everybody knows his talent. Everybody knows he's a good quarterback, but not many people really talk about him just because he is. There are a lot of other great quarterbacks in the league. We got Josh Allen. Kyler Murray, Lamar Jackson, Tom Brady still, of course, in the league. And not many people really talk about Justin because he is he is a younger quarterback. But I feel like that would be a great pickup to have in fantasy for a starting quarterback. He's definitely going to produce for you. Um, So my quarterbacks, I have three of them. Um, first one I'm going with is Joe Burrow. Um, he obviously has like the best receiving core, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, great run game. But the thing that people are overlooking is that he, his offensive line got better, and they have more experience from last year's playoff run. So, like, most people have him around QB9, QB8 getting drafted. I feel like he should be a top-five quarterback for fantasy this year just with the increased offensive line and just more experience and timing with the guys. So that's my first quarterback. Second quarterback, I have Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins normally always puts up stats. They're not really a winning quarterback, but you're going to get good numbers from him. He has great receivers, Adam Thielen, Justin Jefferson, great run game. Offensive line is mid-tier, so I expect him to be around fringe top 10, around 11, 12-ish. And then my last quarterback is Jameis Winston. He's kind of a deep sleeper. If you have a bigger league with 14 teams, 15 or 16 teams, Jameis Winston could be a guy. They have great run game with Alvin Kamara, great receiver yeah, yeah, with yeah, Mike yeah. Thomas and Chris Olave, rookie receiver, Jarvis Landry also in the mix. So he could be a deep sleeper that many people are – not targeting, you can get him in the late rounds, maybe like round 10, 11. That definitely is a sleeper because Jameis did. Jameis had a good season last year before he got hurt. And I'm not sure a lot of people really noticed how good of a season he had, especially from what he was doing before the previous years. So, so moving on, we're going to go to the wide receivers, you know, the quarterback's targets. I got three wide receivers for you guys, and I want to start off with Mr. NFL young boy himself. George Pickens, <laughs> the menace. And if you watch college football, you s everybody saw what George Pickens could do on the field. He's physical. He runs great routes. 
great hands. He's a, a big body. He has the stature. He's on the stature. He has it. And uh, actually, with me, I'm really looking forward to seeing what he does his rookie campaign in the NFL. And I got high hopes for that, man. My second receiver is going to be Mike Williams. Mike Williams, he plays for the Chargers. And like I said, Justin Herbert is the quarterback for the Chargers. And uh, he's, he's, a, he's, a, he's a stud. He is. And Mike Williams is, he's not a top receiver in the league for a lot of people. He's not. And he's not for me either. But when you have a quarterback like Justin Herbert and a receiver like Mike Williams who does everything right, I just feel like that connection is just going to keep getting better and better as the season goes on. And even though he's not a top receiver, he will get his receptions and his yards, and he's going to do what the team needs him to do to win. So I feel like that's just a sleeper wide receiver. And then for my last one, I have Devontae Smith for the Philadelphia Eagles. Going into his – it's going to be a second year, right? Yeah, second, second year in the league. He he was been upset with the injury these past couple of years, but still producing, not at the high level that he was expected with the early draft pick, but he's still producing. And I feel like for him this year is going to be a statement year, being his second year in the league. He has something to prove to a lot of people who down him from going so high in the draft over a lot of other receivers. And I feel like him and quarterback, um, Jalen Hurts, yeah, yeah, that's his name. Jalen Hurts, they played at Bama together for a little bit, and they have that connection. And then with both of them healthy, I feel like Devontae is dangerous. And then the Eagles also added A.J. Brown, as we know, to their roster. So that's going to give him a little more opportunity to get his one-on-one matches and everything. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I have four wide receivers. Uh, first one is in the same division, Terry McLaurin. Like him on the Commanders, um, he had a decent season last year when they had three different quarterbacks that they were playing with. He he got he has a new quarterback now in Carson Wentz, and he is better than all three of those from last year. So I expect his numbers to boost up a little bit just because it's the better situation for him. Second one I have is Allen Robinson, kind of the same thing. He's moving away from that bear situation where they had Justin Fields and just a bad quarterback play over there. He's moving to the Super Bowl champions, Matthew Stafford at quarterback, and I expect him to take over that Odell Beckham role, and he, he'll be a solid number two receiver under Cooper Cup. Third receiver, I have Alan Lazard from the Packers. This is kind of by default because they lost Devontae Adams. They didn't replace him. Um, he's the new wide receiver one. He is the he has the most yards from receivers that are coming back on the team, most catches too, so I expect that connection with Aaron Rodgers to – keep up and he should lead at what should be a bad receiving core this year my last one's kind of a little sleeper he's on the Giants Kadarius Tony he is plugged into the wide receiver three for them right now but they also they have a new coach he's the uh, Buffalo Bills coordinator and I expect them to use Kadarius Tony in multiple different ways like tosses sweeps just getting the ball in space which should favor him which they did in Buffalo with uh, Isaiah McKenzie their slot receiver so I expect Tony to have a big boost in production this year so moving on to the next part, we have the running backs. And I'm going to start off with Antonio Gibson, running back for Washington Commanders. Now they are. And Antonio Gibson, he's not a top-tier running back at all. Like, league, they don't talk about him much in the league. But he is a workhorse. He does everything for the Commanders, in my opinion. He, they give him the rock out the backfield. They'll throw it to him on swings. They'll put him at slot receiver, let him run routes. He kind of he's kind of an all-around athlete for them, and I definitely continue to see that coming into this season. Then next, I got Travis Etienne Jr., who's 
was a rookie last season, unfortunately missed the whole season with the injury. And this will be basically his rookie campaign. And I feel like he also has that chip on his shoulder where he has something to prove this year coming this season. So I st- keep your eyes on Travis Etienne. And then for my last running back is Najee Harris for the Steelers. And he's not really a sleeper in my opinion, but I feel like his numbers are just going to keep getting better and better. He's still very young, had a great season last year, led one of the top five rushers in the league in rushing yards. And I feel like it's only up from here for that young man. Um, I have three running backs. I have uh, Javante Williams first for the Broncos. Um, should be have an increased role. Last year he split carries with Melvin Gordon. This year Melvin Gordon is back, but they've been reporting that he'll get about 70, 75% of the carries. And also Russell Wilson's now the quarterback there, so I expect the offense to be more consistent than they were last year with Teddy Bridgewater. Second one is in the same division, Clyde Edwards-Alaire. Um, I like I like him just because there's no Tyreek Hill. Yes, they brought in Juju Smith, but I think Edwards Alaire is going to get more touches, which will mean more TDs. I think his role in the passing game will be a little bit increased as well. My last one is Cam Akers, which he he has a lot of like a noise around his name because he is a good running back. Came from Florida State last year. He tore his Achilles. He came back speedy recovery in like three or four months. So I like him to get all the touches in a great offense. And they're going to lean on him this year. He's going to be the bell cow. Then moving on to the tight end positions, where I feel like whenever picking a tight end, you have to take into consideration the kind of quarterback that that team has. The first tight end I want to talk about is TJ Hawkinson for the Lions, the Detroit Lions. And we know their quarterback is Matt, not Matthew Stafford, but Jared Goff now, as they did the trade last season. And just like in the, uh, L.A., Jared Goff was just passing to tight, like little short passes to tight ends, receivers doing crossing routes, things like that. And I feel like he's not afraid to throw it down the check down. So I feel like TJ Hawkinson will have another big year just like he did last season. Even though the Lions didn't have a great team season, he did have a great individual season. And then for my second tight end, I have Cameron Brait, the tight end for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And we know Tom Brady is not a mobile quarterback at all. So he's definitely one of the quarterbacks in the league that who look to get the ball out quicker relatively around the three second mark and then that's a big tight end where tight ends come to play a big factor in games and I feel like Cameron Bray coming in for Gronk this season he's going to be looking to build that connection with Tom Brady leading to a lot of receptions um so my tight ends I have two of them um first one's Dalton Schultz for the Cowboys he had a pretty good season he finished in the top five for tight ends Last season, I'm expecting him to finish in that same ranking considering they don't have Amari Cooper, no Michael Gallup to start the year. And he's going to be the number two offense on a pass-happy offense. So I think he'll get you the consistent yards, about 60, 70 yards a game with on those five, six catches a game. Dak loves to use a tight end over the middle. Then my second uh, tight end is Zach Ertz from the Cardinals. I kind of like him. Him and Kyler Murray had a good connection once he got traded last year from Philly. And with no DeAndre Hopkins for the first eight games, since he's going to be suspended, I think Ertz will be depended on and used a lot, especially in the red zone. So I could see him getting a lot of touchdowns early in the season. And then to close out this first podcast with quick picks, we're going to be going over the flex position. My first flex position player I have for you guys is Chris Olave, making his rookie campaign as well for the Saints. 
I feel like it's going to be a big season for Chris Olave after coming off a great season at Ohio State, getting the passing touchdown record and passing yard record that his senior season. So I feel like he's just going to continue on with that hot streak that he's on right now. Then my second flex pick is going to be Saquon Barkley. Even though he has been hurting the, these past few seasons, I feel like just being able to get Saquon at a flex position would be a steal, regardless if he's playing half the season or not. He's still going to produce and get those points for you. And then my last flex pick, which in my opinion is my best one, is going to be Hunter Renfro for the Las Vegas Raiders. Renfro is really a sleeper receiver. He's kind of He reminds me of a Cooper Cup. But it just doesn't get as many targets. But he definitely makes big plays with the little targets that he does get. And that's why I have him in that spot right there at the flex. Okay, so my three flex position players. I have, first off, Brandon Cooks. And he's always been a good receiver. I just feel like he's getting overlooked this year because he's on one of the worst teams in the NFL. But Brandon Cooks, is he's known for He's going to get you 1,000 yards. That's what he does. He's a borderline Hall of Fame receiver. And I think he's just going to do the same thing. He's, he's going to be the one bright spot on the Texans this year. Second off, I have uh, Gabriel Davis from the Bills. He was like a wide receiver three, wide receiver four for them last year. And he had a big playoff game versus the Chiefs last year when he scored four touchdowns. And now his role has increased. He's now the number two receiver on the team. And they are a pass-happy offense, so I'm expecting him to – Get a lot of touchdowns, a lot of first downs. He's not going to have a lot of catches. I'm thinking about like four or five catches a game. But he's just a guy that makes plays. He loves getting touchdowns, loves getting first downs. I expect to see that again. Um, and my last one is Tony Pollard from the Cowboys. He's supposed to get an increased role at uh, running back, split carries with, with Ezekiel Elliott. And the Cowboys are kind of down at receiver this year, so they're thinking about playing him at slot receiver, getting him some looks, kind of like an Antonio Gibson role like you said earlier. And I just I just think Tony Pollard is going to be a, a great a great uh, increase in production for the Cowboys this year. And that's going to be all, folks, for the first episode of Quick Picks. Appreciate you guys for tuning in. Stay tuned for more NFL insight, more fantasy league tips and tricks, and just more football overall. Everyone, stay blessed. Thank you.